welcome good evening to you thank you for tuning in in this friday night may god bless you may god protect you uh, today our my ministration that the lord led me to minister to you is something that i want you to really really apply your mind in it and i really ask you to to think about it I, I ask you as I start that you be in it so as for God to richly bless you. I'm asking you because it's not a jumping and a screaming message, but it's a thinking message. As I was reading the Bible, I saw that there are things that are hidden that needs us to illustrate or that needs us to explain as the children of God. Can you please grab your Bibles? I have prayed for you. I've been praying for you. I know you are praying. Uh, many times we think that uh, the pastor just started by, by preaching without praying for us. I've been praying for you. I'm praying for you and I welcome you. Thank you for tuning in. I'm asking the power of the Holy Spirit to lead us. Good morning to you. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 1. I'm going straight to the word. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 1. So then... Men ought to regard us as servants of Christ and as those entrusted with the secret things of God. You need to regard us as the servants of God and that we are entrusted with the secret things of God. We are the servants of God, so we ask you to regard us as the servants of God, those who have been entrusted with the secret things of God. This is exactly what Paul is saying. Saying, entrust us as those who have been given the secret things of God. Now, it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. So each and every person who is in the house of God must prove himself faithful. Uh, I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human caught indeed. I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, judge nothing before appointed time. Wait till the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of men's heart. At that time, it will receive his praise from God. I need you to, to understand that there are secrets that God has entrusted his children. There are secrets that God has entrusted his servants, his steward. And uh, we are told that we need to be faithful. Romans 16, 25. We are told that we need to be faithful. God has entrusted us with secret. You know, a secret is something that is hidden. That is not known. God has entrusted us with mysteries. God has hidden some things. Uh, in King James, the Bible says, Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and steward of the mysteries of God. We are the stewards. We are the custodians. We are the keepers of the secrets of the things of God. There are things that are secret that we need to divulge or we need to open up we need to 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 we need actually to to uh, to reveal to the people we need people to reveal that there are secret things 
when we speak of Christianity, when we speak about the word of God, there are secret things that needs to be divulged, that needs to be opened up, that needs to be explained. So as for the people who come to Christ to understand some of the things that seem as if they are contradictory to the Bible, that the Bible is contradicting itself or the Bible is actually having a debate against itself. So we need now as the stewards or as the keepers or the custodians of the things of God, we need now to expose or we need to reveal this secrets that are hidden in the word of God. Romans 16. Romans 16 verse 25. Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel. Now to him Christ who is able to establish us according Paul says my gospel. He calls this revelation of the mystery. He says that it is his gospel. Read. The message I proclaim about Jesus Christ. There is, a, there is something that needs to be revealed about the message that is proclaimed about Jesus Christ. In keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past. This, this gospel, there is something hidden in it that was hidden in the ages that are long past. They need to be revealed. This gospel Inside of this gospel, it is carrying things that are hidden. It is carrying mysteries that need to be revealed. It is carrying something that if it is not revealed, people will die not knowing that there is the secret, there is the mystery that is hidden inside the gospel. But now, yeah. revealed and made known through the prophetic writings. This gospel has been revealed now. It was hidden in the edges of time, but now it has been revealed. This gospel inside of it, it was revealed. It was not known. No one was told about this gospel that I want to share with you. But now it has been revealed. This is Paul telling us that in the gospel there are hidden things. There are things that are hidden that God has revealed to, to us now. In this dispensation of time, there is something that was hidden before, but now God has revealed it to us, and we need we are going to sincerely divide the word of God so as for every one of us to understand what is it that was revealed in the edges of time, that was hidden in the edges of time, and has now been revealed. Karen. By the command of the eternal God. Yes. So that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience oh. that that comes from faith. This revelation is that all the Gentiles who were outside, who were closed outside, who were not of the Jewish kingdom, all the Gentiles who were not of this gospel of the Jews, who were closed outside will now come in. And it was not revealed because this gospel came to preach to the Jewish people. That's why one day when a woman who had a problem came to Jesus and said, Jesus, my daughter is vexed by a demon. Jesus told him that, hey, that I am not sent unto you, but I am sent unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Jesus Christ was telling her that this gospel that I am preaching of healing people of salvation is not sent to Gentiles. Gentiles are the people who are not Jews. Gentiles are the people who are not of Jewish origin. So all of us who were Gentiles because we are not of Jewish origin. So Jesus says to the woman, this gospel I am preaching, it is not for the 
Gentiles. It is not for those who are unbelievers. It is only for the Jewish people. That's why he goes on to say, it is not meant for me to take children's food and cast it to the dogs. So this gospel, it was only for the Jews. So Paul says, he calls it the revelation of mystery and says, this revelation was kept secret since the world began. God had not yet prepared somebody who was able to carry the mystery and explain it in a simple way to others. But now it was made manifest. This revelation was promised. Can you please go to Acts 26? This revelation, that verse 16, this revelation that was, that mystery that was hidden, now it has been revealed to us. Let us hear, when was it revealed? Now, get up and stand on your feet. Yes. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant now, and as a witness this, of what you have seen this and secret will see of me. was hidden and God chooses Paul. To say, get up now and go and reveal, go and preach, go and tell others. Read. I will rescue you from your own people. I will, I will make you to preach, but as you are preaching, the, your own people, the Jews, because what you are going to preach, the Jews are not going to understand it. I will rescue you from your own people who are the Jews. And then? From the Gentiles. I will also rescue from the Gentiles because they won't understand how can a Jew and a Gentile move and walk together. I am sending you to them. Now, Christ is telling Paul that, Paul, this gospel that was only for the Jews only, now I am sending you to take this gospel that was only the, the, the thing that belonged to the Jews. Now I'm sending you to take this gospel now to the Gentiles. Also for them to come and be part of this gospel. To open their eyes. Now I'm sending you to open their eyes. And turn them from darkness to light. Now turn those people who are in darkness to light. And from the power of Satan to God. Turn them from the power of Satan to God. That is what this gospel was doing. It turns, and this is what this gospel is. It turns the people from darkness to light. It takes the people from the clutches, from the chains of the devil to Christ. It makes the people to be free. This is the mystery that was hidden in the, in the Jews. The mystery is a plan and a purpose of God that, that had been known to him only from the beginning. It was withheld. No man knew about it until the time came for Jesus to reveal it. The first thing that is hidden in the in this mystery is found that god is the mystery there is there is the mystery that is hidden this mystery is the great uh, uh, great things that are hidden in god what is it it is the mystery of godliness god the creator came and became a man 1 timothy 3 6 god the creator came and became a man it is a mystery no jew knew that no Jew understood that, that God, one God, can come and become a human being. 1 Timothy 3 verse 6. 6 or 16? 16. Beyond all question. Yes. The mystery from which true godliness springs is great. The mystery of which true godliness springs is great. This is a great mystery. What is it? That God can become a man. Read again. Verse 17. He appeared in the flesh. He appeared. God himself appeared. In, this is a mystery. God appeared in the flesh. And 
was vindicated by the spirit and god was vindicated by the spirit was seen by angels god was seen by angels was preached among the nations he was preached among the nations was believed on in the world in the world was taken up in glory he was believed he came to this world he was believed and he was seen by men and he was taken up to the glory it is it, it was a mystery that was unknown it is only known that god only spoke from the heavenlies only spoke it from mount sinai god can never come and dwell with people. The Jews never knew that, and the Jews never understood that. That's why even the, the even John speaks about it in John 1 says, In the beginning was the word of God, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him, not anything was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And now, when we, when we go now, because this, li this life and the, the light shine in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not, people did not understand. Then when we go to verse 14, that and uh, the word that was in the beginning, it was made flesh and it dwelt among the people. It dwelt among us and we beheld his glory and the glory as of the begotten father and the son. It is a mystery. The Jews didn't understand that God can come down and become a man. God can come down and become a man. So Jesus said, he who had seen me has seen the Father. Jesus became the express image of invisible God. The fullness of God dwelt in Jesus Christ. This is the mystery number one, that God became a man. This is why the Jews did not agree that God can come down and become a man. God can be born by a human being and become a man. It is a mystery. It is a hidden thing. That's why the Jews denied him and they still deny him. Even the Islam still deny him. It is a mystery. This is why Paul is speaking about a mystery that was hidden before the foundation of the world. It is a mystery that God can become a man. Hallelujah. Here's another second mystery. It's found in Colossians 1 verse 26. I need you to know these things so as for you to be well equipped. It is called the mystery of the divine God dwelling in a man. It is the mystery of the divine God whom we know that God dwells in heaven. God has got his place in heaven. Now here's the mystery that Paul now comes and reveals to us. This is the mystery that's found in Colossians 1 verse 26. That Christ is going to dwell in a man. Can you read for me? The mystery that has been kept hidden the for mystery, ages. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages. What is it? And generations. It has been kept hidden for generations and generations. It's been kept hidden. This mystery I'm about to share with you has been... Can you start uh, reading, uh, my wife? Start reading. Colossians 1.26. This mystery has been kept hidden. Read. The mystery mm -hmm. that has been kept hidden. That has been kept hidden. The mystery. The word mystery is not mysterion. This is the secret that has been kept hidden. For generation and generation. What is that mystery? For ages and generations. It has been hidden for ages and generations. But it is now disclosed. But that mystery that was hidden, it is now disclosed. 
to the Lord's people. It is disclosed to us, the Lord's people. To them, God has chosen to it make is, known. Oh, it is disclosed to those that God has chosen. And we have been chosen by God to know this secret that has been hidden. Because we are known. We are loved by God. Known among the Gentiles. We are, the yes, we have, been, we have been loved and known. What is that mystery? Of this mystery. This mystery. Which is in Christ. Oh, which is in Christ. Which is Christ in you. This mystery is Christ in me. Christ in you. This is the hidden mystery. That Christ now dwells in us. First, it is, the, it is the mystery of incarnation, that Christ became a man. Now, the second mystery, it is the mystery that now Christ dwells in you. This is the new birth. That's why Nicodemus asked him and say, how can a man be born again when he is old? Can he go back in his mother's womb and be born again? He, he did not understand the mystery of Christ in a man. This is the divine thing that the Holy Christ, that the terrestrial God can come and dwell in a human being. It is so amazing. It is a mystery that God, Christ in me, the hope of glory, Christ does not dwell far away. Now Christ dwells in us. Now Christ is in us. The nature of Christ is now, the divine nature of Christ is now in us. So we are now identified with Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12. Christ in us. This is a mystery that I need the body of Christ to understand. That Christ now dwells in us. They didn't understand it in the beginning. They didn't know it in the beginning. It was hidden in the ages of time. But now it has, it has been revealed to us that now Christ dwells in those who believe in him. Read for me. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 12 to 14. Just as a body. Just as a body. Though one. Yes, though that body is one. Has many parts. The body has many parts. But all its many parts form one body. But all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized oh, by one spirit. We were all baptized. The Jews, the Greek, the Indians, the colored, the what, what. We were all baptized with one, one spirit. So as to form one body. So we are now one body. There's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no Petty, there's no Kosa, there's no Shona, there's no Devil, there's no Vendor, there's no Kalanga. We are all baptized in one body. We are now the, that is the mystery that was not yet understood. This is the secret that God reveals that now when we go to Galatians 2 verse 20, we can all come together and say with boldness that I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Ladies and gentlemen, the mystery is now Christ dwells in you. Now Christ dwells in me. We, you cannot run around looking for Christ when you believe in the gospel. When the gospel of God is believed by you, you cannot go and say, go, go and bring Christ for me. Who can show me Christ? Christ now lives in you. That is a mystery. It was hidden. It was hidden. It was not known. It was a, the Jews only believed that the Messiah was only for themselves only. And that the Gentiles, the people who are like us, can never worship to the Messiah and the Messiah cannot heal us. It was a hidden mystery that we also can house Christ. 
We are the body of Christ. Christ dwells in us. Let me give you the mystery number three that I saw. The mystery of the union of the Jews and the Gentiles in one body called the church. It is, it is, it is a study that I'm going to reveal to you on Sunday. What is the church? Because we have, been, we have copied other things. We have followed other things that look like a church, yet it is not a church. It, it is through prayer and supplication and the true trouble in the heart to understand really what is the church. So now the church is, the, is, is what has made the Jews and the Gentiles to come together. It is a mystery that the Gentiles, that the Gentiles who were cast away are now the fellow heirs, are now the partakers of the promise in Christ by the gospel. We are now partakers of riches of heaven through the gospel. Without the gospel, we were outcast. But because of the gospel, because of the enclosure, the called out ones, because of the gospel, we are now the partakers of the promises that were promised to our father Abraham, that were promised to the Jews. Now we are the partakers of those promise because of the gospel that was preached because of Christ who came and dwelt in us. Now, now what now joins the Jews and the Gentiles is now the gospel. The gospel of Jesus unifies everybody. There is no Jew, there is no Greek. That is a mystery. This is a mystery and the devil has wrapped up the minds of the Jews, has wrapped up the minds of the people not to understand that it is through the gospel that we are we have become one. It is the gospel that we, 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 we believe in is not the gospel that goes, that goes with tradition. It is the pure gospel of of Jesus Christ. I need you to read Ephesians 3 verse 1. It is pure, it is the pure gospel that that shuns out all traditions and they bring us the pure beliefs of God. How we can be the children of God. It is this pure gospel that brings all nations together. Let us go to Ephesians 3 verse 1 to 11. For this reason, yes, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, yes. for the sake of you Gentiles, Amen. surely you have heard about the ad administration of God's grace Amen. that was given to me for you. Yes. That is, the mystery made known to me by the, revelation. The mystery of Gentiles and Jews coming together was made known to Paul by revelation. Continue. As I have already written briefly yes. in reading this, Yes. Then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. We need to understand the insight, insight into the mystery of Christ, into the secret of Christ. In the gospel, there is a mystery. There is a hidden thing that was revealed to Paul. Now, that the Jews and the Gentiles, the Greek, and they are all together in Jesus Christ. There is no separation. Move. Which was not made known to people in other generations. This mystery that was revealed to Paul was not made known to other generations. Was not made known to Peter. Was not made known to James. This was revealed only to Paul. Specifically to Paul. As it has now been revealed by the Spirit of yes, God. Yes. Holy apostles and prophets. Yes. This mystery is that through the gospel. Through the gospel. The Gentiles. 
together with Israel. The Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. This is a mystery that this, this gospel now is bringing us together with the people of Israel. We are now together. There is no separation between us. We are together, the heirs. This is a mystery. Together of one body. Of one body, yes. And shared together in the promised in Christ Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah, yes, Lord. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace. Yes. Given, given me through the working of his power. Hallelujah. Although I am less than the least of yes. all the Lord's people. Yes. This grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles. This grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles. The boundless riches of Christ. The boundless riches of Christ. And to make plain to everyone. And everybody must understand. To make plain. To make everybody understand. That this gospel is not for white people. This gospel was not brought by white people. This gospel is for everybody. This gospel is not for those who are poor. This gospel is not for those who are not educated. This gospel is for everyone. It doesn't care about your riches. It doesn't care about your superiority. It doesn't care whether you are the president. It doesn't care whether you are a sweeper. It doesn't care whether you are white. It doesn't care whether you are black. This is the gospel that unifies us with our father. Because Jesus Christ himself is our father. So he came to unify us with him. Because the sin had separated us from Christ. So the gospel is sent through the death of Jesus Christ. That we be brought back and become again one in unison with Christ. Great again. The administration of this mystery, yes, which for ages past was kept hidden. This in secret, God. this secret was hidden by God. It is God Himself who hid this secret. Who created all things? He created all things. His intent was that now, yes, through the church, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God Ooh, should be made known. Through the known. church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known through the church. The manifold wisdom, the secrets of God should be made known. There are things that are secret about Christianity. They must be made known through the church. And that the people won't even understand it until we are going to describe and we are going to discuss about the church on Sunday. What is the church and what is not the church? The people need to know what is the church so as for them to tap into this marvelous glory, to tap into these promises that were promised to us before the foundation of this world. The church is a vehicle to show us the secrets that we need to tap into them so as for us to also enjoy the power and the glorious power that is hidden in the gospel of God. Verse 11, need to stop in verse 11. The rulers and authorities in the heavenly realm, yes, according to his eternal purpose, Amen. that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes. I want you to understand that it is through the church that the, these secrets are going to be shown to us. It is through the church, you're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15. It is through the church that we are going to understand these, these mysteries. It is through the church that you're going to know. What, why do you pray and not receive what you have prayed for? Am I a sinner? Am I not called by God? What is happening? It is because you, 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 you only came into the church. You saw the church functioning. Nobody took time to explain to you what is the church? What is the use for you to be in the church? 
What is the meaning of the church? Why are you in the church? What are the benefits of the church? That's why you will hear people have not been taught of the church say, the church did nothing for me, so I left the church. Because those are the people who have not been taught what is the church. They walk around looking for the church. It's a person who has got eyes, who walk around looking for the eyes. Yet not knowing that he has got the eyes, you need to understand who is the church, when is the church viable, how does the church work. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51 to 55. Here is another mystery that I want you to understand. You are going to read it at home. It is the mystery that we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, we shall, we shall not all die, but we shall be transformed. We shall be changed. This, this is hard to believe. Even in, the, in, even in the mind, it's not easy for you to digest that there are some people who are not going to die, but they shall only be transformed. They shall be changed. Even the Old Testament people did not understand it, that there are people who are not going to die, but who shall just be transformed and be taken up to heaven. They will be taken from earth to heaven without dying. It was unbelievable believable until Paul revealed it. It is a mystery that was kept hidden that there are people who are not going to die. Everybody, uh, uh, Abraham died, Moses died, Jeremiah died, Isaiah died, Hosea died. They thought that death is the way to heaven. Not knowing now, Paul reveals it in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 51 that there shall be people who are not going to die but who shall just be transformed. What I am telling you is these are the mysteries these are secrets that were not spoken about in the Old Testament, but they were, they were kept hidden. They are now revealed to us, the church, for us to teach others that we shall not all die, but some of the people are just going to sleep, or some of the people are just going to be transformed. You need to understand what God is saying, ladies and gentlemen. It is so important for us to know, to know that we shall not all die. Some of the people you thought that you shall escape this world by death, you are not going to die. You, just, you are just going to be transformed. Let me tell you about mystery number four. Mystery number four is the blindness of the Israelites. The people of Israel, they are so blind in Romans 11 verse 25. Can you read for me, please? Do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery. I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery. Brothers and sisters. Yes. So that you may not be conceited. So that you may not be conceited. I don't want you to be conceited. I don't want to be blinded. I don't want you to be in darkness. I do not want you to know what is about to happen. Read. Israel has experienced a hardening in part. Israel has experienced a hardening. Israel has experienced the blindness. Israel is so hard. There are, there, there are few Jews that has embraced Christianity. They never believed Jesus as the Messiah. They had their own reasons, which we shall address in some other time. The survival of Jesus, whilst the survival of Jews, while scattered among the nations, they don't believe that it was, it was done by Jesus Christ. The, the Jews are waiting for the Messiah who will give them an earthly kingdom and an earthly peace. 
They, for, they forbid to worship a Jesus because they say Jesus is a man. You cannot worship a human being. They are still waiting for the temple to be rebuilt. That is going to herald the coming of the Messiah. They did not believe. They did. The Jews are still blind and their hearts are still hardened. But ladies and gentlemen, before warned that the time is coming when the eyes of the Jews will be opened, they shall come back and believe the Messiah. Because in, in the Old Testament, the Jews never believed that there is the Messiah. They, they believed that the Messiah is coming, but when the Messiah came, they were blinded. They were hardened. They couldn't believe that Jesus, the son of Joseph and the son of Mary was the Messiah. Up to today we still have got the Jews nowadays who don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah because they've been hardened because they've been blinded. There are things that are blinding them because there's a reason why. Continue reading. There's a reason why. Because there's a number that is still waited in heaven. Read. The full number of the Gentiles yes. has come in. The full number of the Gentiles has not yet come in. But when the full number of the Gentiles has come in, their eyes are going to be opened. Then the Jews are now going to believe that, oh, that was the Messiah. Jesus Christ was the Messiah. They still don't believe now. That's why Jews will never worship with anyone. That's why you'll never see a Jew in your church until he's a Messianic Jew. Jews don't believe. Even when they stay, they stay alone in their own community. They don't want to mix and mingle with other people because they, they are still religious Jews. They are not repentant Jews. They are not the messianic Jews because they were blinded. Romans 11 verse 25 says, there is a number that God is waiting. A number of the Gentiles who are still, God is still waiting. There is still a grace period that the Gentiles must still come. When the number has been fulfilled, then it, the door shall be closed. Then the Jews shall now, be, their minds are going to be softened. Then they shall come back and become the part of the crew this that i am teaching you it is a hidden message it is so tough this we leave the lettuce and the tomatoes and the cucumbers now this is the chewing stuff it's stuff that needs people who think this is not after demos or fall down or jesus or fire i'm not calling fire i am now making your mind to be so well versed in the things of the bible i'm making your mind to understand the deeper meaning of the things that are hidden in the bible that we normally not teach about in churches it is to open your mind to understand that there are deeper secrets that are hidden in the Bible that we need to dwell and understand them so as our minds to know why we must become Christians, why we must serve God, why we must worship God. We don't worship God for money, we don't worship God for marriages, we don't worship God for prophecy, we don't worship God for miracles, but we worship God because we are the bride of Christ. We are the wife of Christ. He will come back for his wife. He will take us back to be with him. We don't worship him for things. We don't worship him for materials. We don't worship him for prophetic things or for deliverances. We worship him because he is our father. We worship him because he is our creator. We worship him because he is worthy to be worshipped. That's why we are the children of Christ. We need to understand the mystery. Number five, I'm going to speak to you about the mystery found in 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 1. Can you please read, read for me? Uh, 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 that there is something that is going to be seen. 2 Thessalonians 2 
verse 1 to 12. It, it, Paul is speaking about, about the man of sin, or Paul is speaking about the Antichrist, and he calls his teaching the mystery of iniquity, which was already at work in Paul's day. Don't worry about that one. He speaks about the mystery of, of iniquity. The, the mystery the mystery of an antichrist there, there's an antichrist the mystery of an antichrist the mystery of something that will be so much against so much against the christians if you can see the way how this world has been set is fine i've already spoken about it if you can see the way how this world has been set this world has been set in such a way that if you tell your people that you are a christian the people laugh at you People mock at you. People start speaking about you. People hate you because there's a, there's a man of sin. There's an antichrist. There's an agenda to silence Christians. There's an agenda to belittle Christians. There's an agenda to silence Christianity. There's an agenda to dilute Christianity. There's an agenda to make Christianity to look as shame. There's an agenda to make Christians to sound as if they're useless people. There's an agenda to make Christianity to be useless. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the mystery of iniquity that is found in 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 1 to 12. It is the mystery of a man of sin whereby people do not want the truth, whereby people do not want to worship in truth, whereby people want to worship yet they are doing their own silly and their own sins. That is the mystery of iniquity, the mystery that is fighting against godliness, the mystery that is fighting against the manifestation of the things of God, the mystery that is fighting against the gathering. We are in that time whereby there is a, 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 a mystery of an antichrist, an anti-Christianity, anti-gathering, anti-Christians coming together and fellowshipping together. But people are going to go to work, people are going to go to schools, people are going to carry on with their duties, but Christianity we are in a, a dispensation of time of the fulfillment of the prophecy of the mystery whereby people are not supposed to meet, whereby people are not supposed to gather. It is the time whereby Christians must raise up prayer and call to their Father in heaven. And there is a, min, a miracle. There is the power that is going to be seen. We are living in that day that Paul spoke about. The day whereby iniquity is going to, to, to prevail from marriages from children, from families, from parliament, everywhere. The, in the mystery of iniquity is going to flourish everywhere. But we as the children of God, we are standing in covenant with Christ that we come against every spirit of iniquity, every spirit of antichrist that will parade itself as a church, yet it's not a church, it's a cult. That will parade itself as righteous, yet it is not righteous. It is something that is against the truth of God. We come against that in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. It is the mystery of iniquity. It is the mystery whereby Satan come and manifest his powers. That's why abortion is so legalized. That's why gays are singing in our careers. That's why lesbians are now pastors. That's why a man will marry a man. A woman will marry a man. We are living in the time of the mystery of iniquity whereby even courts are going to are going to put a stamp and say, marry a man when you are a man. And whereby the courts are going to put a stamp that you are to you are to abort a child. We are living in that mystery that Paul spoke about. And we as Christians, we must pray about it. We must fast about it. We must join hands and pray to God that this mystery of iniquity must be destroyed. 
I'm not going to finish all mysteries, but here I'm just to show you that there are secrets that we need to know. There's again the mystery of Babylon that is found in Revelation 3, in Revelation 17, verse 3 to 5, that you can read about it in your own spare time. There's also the mystery of the church. In Ephesians 5, verse 22 to 23, it's very important that you read that for me. Where I, I, I was just speaking to you about the mystery of Babylon. Uh, uh, the mystery of Babylon, the city of Babylon, the, the city that had everything. It is found in Revelation 17, verse 3 to 5. Read about those things. Everything is hidden in the Bible. Every, every question that I had, I found the answer in the Bible. Every confusion that I had, I found the answers in the Bible. Everything that is fighting against you, you will find the answer in the Bible. Do not give up now. Do not surrender now. The, the word of God is carrying mysteries. The Lord of God is carrying secret things that need to be devoured, that need to be opened up, that need to be told to the people. We are going to go to the mystery of the church, but I'm not going to, to go in depth. I've got, I've got the whole sermon on the church whereby i need to teach the body of christ about the church because most of the time when we found people worshiping and reading the bible we, we say that is a church when we find people or dancing or clapping hands or saying hallelujah we think that it's a church we find people it's ephesians 5 verse 22 when we find when we find people prophesying we think it's a church when we find people gathering casting demons we think it's a church we need to come to an understanding on what is the church right in ephesians 5 verse 22 to 23 can you please read for me wives submit yourself to your own husband wives submit yourselves to your own husband as you do as you do to the lord as you submit to the lord for the husband is the head of the wife. The husband is the head of the wife. As Christ is the head of the church. As Christ is the head of the church. His body. The, the church is the body of Christ and Christ is the head. Of which he is the savior. And Christ is the savior of the church. Now, as the church submits to Christ. As the church submits to Christ. So also wives should submit so also to their wives husbands. Should submit to their husbands. In everything. In everything. Not only in the month end. Not only the husband has got money. You submit in everything. Here Paul is speaking as if he's speaking about the wife and the husband. Yet he's giving us a figurative expression, a living expression of the relationship of God and the church. As I said before, the church is the wife of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. Under the figure of, of relationship between a man and a woman, Paul explains it and says, this is a great mystery. The first man, Adam, had his wife, Eve. And the first man, Adam, died with his wife, Eve. But the last man, Adam, who is Jesus Christ, died for his wife, the church. This is a mystery because it explains why there should be a, par, a, parenthetic, a parenthetical dispensation between the first and the second comings of Christ in which by grace a chosen people should be called out to form a church, the bride of Christ. This is so parenthetical a dispensation whereby we need to understand that a, the, this grace, there must be people who must be called out of the world. And when they are called out of ecclesia, there must be ecclesia. When they are called out of the world, they will form a church. 
The church which becomes the bride of Christ. I will speak a lot on Sunday about the church. We need to understand the church. We need to know the church. As Christ is the head of the church. So the church is the body. Christ is the head. So wherever the head goes, the body goes. The, the body does not, does not detect to the head. And the ladies' liberations. You need to understand that you, you cannot starve the head. When you think you are starving the head, you are killing the whole body. You cannot starve the head. The head cannot suffer because the body is refusing what it is supposed to do to the head. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand that Paul is speaking about the husband and wife, yet he is putting an expression about the church. We are going to discuss more on Sunday about the church. We, I need you to understand the church. What is the church? Then you will understand when you are going to any place, whether you are going to a society or you are going to the church, you are going to a club or you are going to the church, you need to know whether you are in the church or you are not in the church. The church is the body of Christ. And then I will dissect and I will explain on Sunday service what is the church. When you know what is the church, your life is going to be easy. Now, I'm speaking about the mystery of of restoration of all things it is found in ephesians 1 verse 9 read it for me it's found in ephesians 1 verse 9 to 10 it is found in ephesians 1 it is called the mystery of restoration of all things it is the mystery of his will the god has got his will it is the will of god to undo all that sin has done and return things to the state they were before sin took over is the dispensation of the fullness of times. Things must return to where they were before rebellion of Satan, before the fall of men. God is taking things back to where they were. It is called the revelation of God whereby the revelation and the will of God is being revealed. Can you please read uh, uh, Ephesians 1 verse 9 to 10? Having made known to us the mystery of his will. Having made known to us the mystery of his will. There is the mystery of the will of God. There is the mystery of the will of God. Not my will. Not your will. Not the pastor's will. Not the bishop's will. Not the president's will. But the will of God. In everything that we do, we have not prayed for the will of God. We have not inquired for the will of God. It's only our will. My will to be married. My will to be rich. My will to, my will to be a pastor. My will to be a prophet of prophets. My will to be better than other people. We have not come to understand the will of God. We need to know the dispensation that is going to restore all things. Whereby the will of God is going to, re to, re to remain. The will of God, it does not challenge cancer. The will of God just wipes away cancer. The will of God wipes away HIV. The will of God wipes away hatred. The will of God brings everything to where they were before the devil took over. Before the devil took over your message, your marriage. Before the devil took over your church. Before the devil took over your mind. Before the devil took over your pastor. Before the devil took over the, 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 the whole country, the whole nation. Before the devil 
devil took over the president, before the devil took over the police, how was it before the devil took over and then God establishes his will? When the will of God has been established, there is no satanism, there is no cult that shall remain ruling in this world. We need to understand the mystery of the will of God. Jesus tells them in Matthew 13, verse 1 to 52. Uh, remember that we understand about seven stars and seven candlesticks that were seen by John in Patmos. All those things, I'm just going to share with you something. Seven stars, seven candlesticks. I need you to understand seven churches that the, 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 the men of God wrote to them. It was seen by John in the, in the Isle of Patmos. It corresponds, it corresponds with seven parables that are found in Matthew 13, verse 1 to 52. Those seven parables are one, the parable of the sower, the parable of the wheat and tares, the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the living, the parable of the hidden treasure, the parable of the peel, the parable of the dragnet. You need to understand this. We're going to discuss in other day, so as for your data and for your time. But I need you to understand that the whole world was to be blessed through the Abrahamic covenant and his descendants the Jewish nation the whole world was to be blessed through the Abrahamic covenant and his descendants the Jewish nation so the Jewish nation was going to be a channel to us all to be blessed they, 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 were go, they, they were going to know the commandments of God and they were going to take the commandments of God and they teach all of us and if they teach all of us we're also going to teach others but since they rejected the Messiah. Since the Jewish nation rejected the Messiah, then there was no way how the human race was going to be taught and there was no way how the human race was going to be blessed because the, all the human race was supposed to be blessed through the Abrahamic covenant or through the Jewish nation. But the Jewish nation rejected God. The Old Testament has no answer to this question. How can the whole world be blessed? God did not reveal the plan to, to bless the whole world apart from the Israelites, apart from the Jewish nation. It was a mystery. It was unknown. Now, because of his love, God began a new program. And the new program that God began, he began that new program through Paul so that he should show that God should bless also the Gentiles despite or in spite of the Israelites who had rejected the Messiah. So God instituted salvation. God then brought the church age. The church will not operate under law as Israel did. But the church will operate under grace. You will read it in your own time. Romans 6 verse 14. The church does not operate under law. The church only operates under, under grace. That is found in Romans 6 verse 16. And you will understand that Paul now reveals all these things to us. Uh, Abraham was there. Abraham and Moses were the men of Israelites. They were the men of racial and the national heads. But when Paul speaks, shows us that now we need to understand that Jesus did not only come for them. He came to die for the whole world. Now, this new program, Jesus did not even tell his 12 disciples. It's, it's, it's amazing. Without being, without being hard on them, 
Even Peter did not truly understand it. Can you please read 2 Peter 3 verse 14 to 16? Even Peter did not even understand it because Jesus Christ did not tell him this new program, did not tell the disciples this, this new program, did not explain to them. He did not even tell them because they were not ready to understand it. They were not going to understand it. 2 Peter 3 verse 14 to 16. They were not going to understand it. They were not going to know it. Then he instituted a new program. He said some things. Paul, Peter said some things that Paul says, it is even hard for me to understand them. If Peter does not understand what Paul was bringing on the table, it's not even easy for nowadays preachers, pastors, prophets to understand what we are, what, what we are revealing now. Because Peter says this in, two, in 2 Peter 3 verse 14, what does he say? Therefore, beloved, yes. looking forward to these things, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace. Be diligent to be found by him in peace. Without spot and blemish. Without spot and blemish. And consider yes. that consider the long that. suffering of our Lord yes. is salvation. Mm -hmm. As also our beloved brother Paul. Yes. According to the wisdom given to him. A according to the wisdom that has been given to brother Paul. Has written to you. Has written to you. As also in all his epistles. He has written to you in all his epistles. Speaking in them of these things. Paul has been speaking about these things. Which things? The mysteries. The hidden things. That even us were not taught about them. That even us. It, it continue. I cannot go forward for the Bible. In which are some things hard to understand. Said, even him. When Paul is teaching these things. These things are hard to understand. But Paul has written about them in his epistles. Which are even hard to to understand this thing of the new dispensation and of the mysteries it is hard to understand this gospel is hard to understand until the servants of god the first verse that i read the servants of god the stewards of god the the the, the custodians the keepers of the secrets of god when they start explaining to you you shall understand luke introduces to us soul as the witness in Stephen's trial, Stephen had, I had out-debated them and with the Holy Spirit was leading them and he outclassed them with wisdom and he was also, in what he was doing, was also accompanied by miracles. So they stoned Stephen. The stoning of Stephen violated even the Mosaic, the Mosaic law that is found in Acts 54 verse 60. We are going to read about it in your own pattern. It was hard for Peter to understand, even some, some of the disciples to understand it. This is pasagraphy. This is, I need you to understand that there are differences between the 12, those 12 apostles. There are differences between the 12 apostles and, and what the 12 apostles preached and what Paul preached. There are differences. Uh, the, the 12 apostles proclaimed repentance and water baptism for salvation. It is found in Acts 2 verse 38. But Paul said, if you believe alone, if you believe alone, according to Romans 4 verse 5 to 6, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 to 4, if you believe alone, you shall be saved. Yet the 12 apostles said if you get baptized you are saved if you are baptized you are saved paul said if you believe yourself they taught the 12 apostles taught taught that the gospel they taught the gospel of the kingdom yet paul taught the gospel of grace the gospel of the kingdom is found in matthew 4 verse 17 Acts 3 verse 19 and in the gospel of grace is found in Acts 20 verse 24 paul preached about the gospel of grace the 12 apostles walked around Israel, Israel borders only in Matthew 16, verse 13 to 17. And, and Paul 
priest outside the borders of, of, of Israel. Uh, Acts 9 verse 3. They taught the earthly ministry. The 12 disciples taught the earthly ministry. Yet Paul taught the heavenly ministry. Galatians 1 verse 1. Galatians 11 verse 12. The 12 apostles ministered to Jews only. Matthew 10 verse 5. Galatians 2 verse 7. Yet Paul ministered to the Gentiles. Romans 11 verse 13. Galatians 2 verse 7. Paul did not rush to Jerusalem to the chief apostles. He went to the desert of Arabia for three years. God protected what he had put into Paul because the seniors were going to confuse him or indoctrinate him with the old version of the message which they were carrying because it worked for them. Just just to remember, just like that young prophet who was sent by God in the Old Testament, he was told not to return with the same way, to drink the water or to eat the same food. And then the senior prophet came and they told him that, no, God has changed. God said, I must tell you that you must eat. And when the young boy ate, he died. Listen, the old people are still carrying another doctrine. That doctrine that is going to confuse you. The doctrine of separation. The doctrine of saying this is a Methodist, this is a Roman Catholic, this is a Sabbath, this is a that all doesn't work. It was working in the old dispensation. Now we are living in a new dispensation whereby all we must be recognized as the body of Christ with no doctrines that are going to separate people but with the word of God that is going to put people together. We as the body of Christ, we must change. We must now think let us not operate by uniforms like street children or like school children or like policemen or differentiating themselves from security. Security wears that uniform. Police wears that. We are Christians. We are one, one baptism, one Christ, one body, one church. We are the children of God. We must stop segregating each other. But this one belongs to Apollo. This one belongs to Paul. This one belongs to prophet so and so. That is nonsense. The body of Christ must wake up and all of us we belong to jesus we don't belong to a prophet or to a bishop to a pastor we must change our mentality that's why demons are troubling us so much that's why satanism is troubling us so much that's why occultism are troubling us so much because a house divided cannot stand on its own we need to come together and focus on christ and not focus on bringing each other down and not focus on tearing each other's churches down let us focus on bringing the glory of christ in our lives Paul does not preach repentance and baptism he preaches salvation according to the gospel of grace Acts 20 verse 24 he doesn't preach water baptism hey all of you be baptized he preaches salvation by grace we are saved by grace they are the apostles 12 apostles preached that you need to be saved through baptism he preaches that people are to believe that Christ died for us and was buried and rose from the dead 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 to 4. That is the gospel of Paul. Paul teaches that the, this gospel will not yield any result in your life if you don't believe that Jesus, who is the Messiah, died and was buried and he rose. If you believe that yourself, that is the gospel. If you believe that Jesus Christ died and then he was buried and then he rose from the dead, that is the gospel. And Peter and all the disciples did not teach about the death and the burial of Christ because they knew nothing. It was hidden. It was hidden. They knew the gospel of the kingdom. They knew the gospel of baptism. They knew the gospel of being born again. They did not know the gospel of being baptized by the Holy Spirit. 
Listen, they did not teach the new gospel which Paul is teaching us now. This gospel that I am teaching, it is the gospel that you must believe in Jesus Christ. And if you believe, you are going to be saved. Peter and others never preached the crucified Christ for salvation. To Peter, cross was not a good thing. You go and read what I'm teaching you. Acts 15 verse 7 to 12. Acts 2 verse 22 to 24. Acts 2 verse 36 to 39. Acts 3 verse 13 to 20. Paul, Peter did not preach that Jesus Christ is, saved us through, is going to save us through crucifixion. It was not a good thing. The gospel which the 12 preached was not a mystery. They preached the gospel of the kingdom which even John preached. But here is the mystery. I need you to understand the mystery. Here is the mystery. Read Romans 16 verse 25. Here is the mystery. Oh God, this is, this is so interesting. I need you to hear this. I need you to get this. I need you to understand. Romans 16 verse 25. Now to him who is able to yes. establish you according to my gospel. Yes. And the preaching of Jesus Christ. The preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery kept secret. It is the Milansi Judy Divine. Read again. It is something now. To him who is able. To him who is able. To establish you according to my gospel. To establish you according to my Paul says this gospel is mine. It was revealed to him. It is his gospel. He is preaching what was revealed to him. Not was revealed to Peter or to James or to Thaddeus or to this gospel was revealed to him. So he says it is my gospel that I'm preaching to you. It was revealed to me. Come on. And the preaching of Jesus Christ. And that this gospel that was revealed, it is the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation yes. of the mystery. It is according secret. to the revelation of the mystery that is kept in secret. Since the world began. Since the world began. But now. But now. Made manifest. It has been made manifest. And by the prophetic scriptures. Or by the prophetic scriptures. Made known to all nations. It has been made to known to all nations. According to the commandment of the everlasting oh, God. Oh Lord I love you. For obedience to, to the faith. Oh Lord I love you. To God alone one. Be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Uh, I was going to continue with you. I don't want to keep you waiting, but ladies and gentlemen, what I am sharing with you, I'm sharing from the bottom of my heart. I need to read this text for you. Ephesians 3, verse 1 to 9. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you, Gentiles, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation. As I have already written briefly in reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to men in other generations as it has now been revealed by the spirit to the, the by the spirit to God's only holy apostles and prophets 
This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and they share together in the promise of the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of this power. Although I am less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Unsearchable riches and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery which was kept. He's still speaking one thing. This mystery was kept hidden in God who created all things. This mystery was kept hidden in God in all, all. I need you to understand that the church in the upper room that was gathered, it was not the, the full body of Christ. It was only the Jews until the Holy Spirit came. They had to go to the upper room so as for them to meet with the Holy Spirit who transformed everything. Now the church is for everybody. According to 1 Corinthians 3 verse 10 to 11. The church, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 12 to 13. The church, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 to 4. We're going to discuss about it. The church, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 14 to 26. The church, Ephesians 5 verse 22 to 23. Christ alone, not the Pope. But Christ alone, not Mahomet, but Christ alone, not Buddha, but Christ alone, not your prophet, not your pastor, not your bishop, but Christ alone is the head of the church. The church, which is the vehicle to make the mysteries to be known. The church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ and Christ is the head of the church. Amazing. In the, in the age of grace. Christ is not called the king in the age of grace. This is amazing. Christ is not called the king, but Christ is called the head. A king has got subjects, but we are joined heirs with Christ. Romans 8, 17. This is grace. This only we learn from Paul. It was hidden. In the beginning, there's a king, there's a king, there's a king. But when we come to the new dispensation, we now understand that Christ is not the king, is the head. Peter and the twelve. Worked, worked for earthly ministry. That's why they prayed this prayer. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. That's what they prayed for. Matthew 6 verse 10. But even if you can consider. Matthew 19 verse 27, Matthew 19 verse 27 to 28. There is a question that, that, that the earthly pastor asks. There's a question that the earthly pastor asks. The earthly pastor asks this in Matthew 19, verse 27 to 28. Can you read that? I'm about to finish. Yes. 27 to 28. Then Peter answered and said to him, uh -huh. See, we have left all and followed you. This is the earthly pastor. Therefore, we have left what shall all we have? and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? This is an earthly pastor with earthly promises. He asked, what shall he have where? Here on earth. The answer did not make sense to Peter. Because Peter wanted to be earthly satisfied. Psalms 2 verse 8. Peter wanted to be, can you please be fast? Peter wanted to be earthly satisfied. Peter wanted to be earthly. That's why he said, Tina, we left our women. We left our wives. We left our businesses. Then what are we going to get? Psalms 2 verse 8. Ask of me. 
ask of me and i will give you the nations for your inheritance i will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth and the for ends your possession of the earth for your possession this is the earthly pastor who needed the earthly things he wanted an earthly answer but we have been promised heavenlies having what zachariah said in mind peter was asking zachariah 14 verse 9 to leaven. We need now. I'm finishing up. I'm wrapping up everything. I know you have heard. I know you now understand. So I need you to understand. So when they asked how they should they they should pray, he, he knew their minds that they were they were after the earthly things. So he gave them the earthly thing. Is there anything heavenly here? No. But God had given the church the heavenly kingdom. It will be good if you read Ephesians 1. Here, I've, I've opened it already. Read Ephesians 1, verse 3. We have been promised the heavenly thing. Now I'm finished. We have promised the heavenly thing. Read Ephesians 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God of our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Who had blessed us with all spiritual oh, blessings the in he heavenly blessed places. Us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly Heavenly blessings are us. We are not blessed with earthly blessings. Can you please read Ephesians 2 verse 4 to 6. We need to understand that we have been blessed. These are the mysteries that today I said let me share them with you. My last verse is found in Ephesians 2 verse 4 to 6. But God. But God. Who is rich in mercy. Who is rich in mercy. For his great love. His great love. Wherewith he loved us. Which we loved us with. Even when we were dead in sin. Even when we were dead in our sins and trespasses. Has quickened us together. He has quickened Christ. us together. He has risen us with him to sit with him in heavenly places. He is now speaking everything. Thank you about heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the mysteries that I am sharing with you today. But on Sunday, we shall go a little bit deeper to speak about the church. It is going to be a 45-minute service speaking about the church. What is the church? Why are people not coming to church? Because the church has not been fully explained to them. That's why people leave the church like a toilet, coming in and going out. They don't care what they do because they don't understand the church. That's why the people come to church the time they want to come to church and they leave the church the time they want to leave the church. They care less about the church because nobody has taken time to explain what is the church. Those are some of the ministries, the, means, the mysteries that the Lord shared with me to share with you. May the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost flow upon your life. You shall be taught about the church and you shall know what is the church and you shall understand why you must be in the church and what the church will do for you. May the glory and the anointing of our Lord Jesus flourish in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. God bless you. Thank you.